Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Because the construction is in Virginia, this affects both directions at Glebe Road between Military Road and 123. Had some maintenance operations westbound 66 out by Business 234, Sudley Road in Manassas. That's got word that that has been cleared. That was only there for a brief period of time. Northbound 95 in Howard County, still dealing with the vehicle recovery, the activity over the far right shoulder crowding the far right travel lane. So be sure to move over to the far left side as you make your way past 216, but light volume so there are no delays. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect dense fog for your morning commute. It will gradually improve, and there could be even a few showers around the area. You'll certainly notice how mild it is with temperatures between 56 and 65 degrees. Now, later today, those clouds will break. We'll have some sunshine, probably starting around noon, with a high temperature of 70 degrees. Pretty nice afternoon. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 55 degrees in Washington, brought to you by Dulles Glass for all your glass mirror and Shower door needs, visit DallasGlass.com. Dallas Glass. Love your glass. Good morning. It's 159 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, January 26th. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up on WTOP, locally a woman accused of stabbing two others and hitting several people with her car in Prince George's County is now in custody this morning. Alabama becomes the first state in the nation to execute a man using nitrogen gas. The owner of the Caps and Wizards answers criticism of the proposed move to Virginia for the teams. I'm Mike Marillo. A first-of-its-kind trial apparently beginning for the mother of a school mass shooter. Maryland's transportation budget is in bad shape, and soon the roads you drive on could be too. I'm John Doman. Gains on Wall Street at the closing bell Thursday. The Dow was up 243, Nasdaq up 29, S&P up 26. Asian stocks mixed this morning. Good morning. Welcome in to WTLP. Time now is 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. A southern state has become the first to use a controversial execution method. Alabama has put convicted killer Kenneth Eugene Smith to death using a first-in-the-nation execution method, nitrogen gas. Alabama Department of Corrections Commissioner John Q. Ham. Smith was holding his breath as long as he could. There's some involuntary movement and some agonal breathing. That was all expected. The execution took about 22 minutes. Critics have called it cruel and unusual punishment. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. Smith had been found guilty in the 1988 death of Elizabeth Senate, who was stabbed multiple times in the neck and chest. From relative warmth to a reminder that it is still winter, here's CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. In the northeast, it is going to be warming up. It's not going to be the nicest warm temperatures you've ever seen, but uh, we will get to the mid-60s in D.C., but that's going to be a short-lived warmth for New York City. By the time we get to Monday, we could be seeing a little bit of snow in the city, and as you go into New England, we could actually be seeing a pretty decent amount of snow. The mother of a convicted mass shooter is now facing four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Details from CBS's Elaine Quijano. Jennifer Crumbly sat teary-eyed on day one of the history-making trial. Jennifer Crumbly didn't pull the trigger that day, but she is responsible for those deaths. Her son was 15 when he shot and killed four students at Oxford High School in Michigan. Ethan Crumbly pleaded guilty and was sentenced last month. The defendant shall serve 
the rest of his life without the possibility of parole. Microsoft has laid off employees at its gaming division after its purchase of Activision Blizzard. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks has some numbers. Microsoft bought Call of Duty maker Activision for a gaming industry record $69 billion. And like other mergers of that magnitude, layoffs were anticipated due to overlapping roles. Tech layoffs have come rapid fire over the past week, including Amazon, Google, and eBay. NASA says its Mars helicopter Ingenuity suffered damage to its rotor blades in a flight last week and now has ended its nearly three-year-long mission. Administrator Bill Nelson. Ingenuity, the little helicopter that could, and it kept saying, I think I can, I think I can. Well... It is now taking its last flight on Mars. The roof and soaring steeple of an historic church in downtown New London, Connecticut, have collapsed. There's now a huge hole where the roof once was and rubble in front of the building. No deaths or injuries have been reported. The first congregational church building dates back to around 1850. The building fell in on itself rather than onto the street or nearby properties, which include uh, City Hall and dormitories for Connecticut college students. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. Good Friday morning, January 26th. Welcome in this early 2 a.m. hour. Rain with patchy fog as we head towards daybreak. The fog's supposed to burn off, though, Veronica says. Low in the 50s. We're at 55 in Washington now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Police in Prince George's County, where we begin this morning, say a woman accused of stabbing two people and hitting several others with her car in separate incidents is now this Friday morning in custody. The first attack, we're told, happened on Ritchie Road last night in Forest Park in Capitol Heights around 5 in the afternoon on Thursday. Police said this morning the person of interest struck a woman walking on the sidewalk. She suffered minor injuries. Minutes later, the person of interest hit two other people on Ritchie Road in Landover. In this case, two individuals were struck by a car. The driver then exited the vehicle and stabbed one of the victims who has critical injuries. That victim is 15 years old. The other individual, an adult male, has injuries not considered life-threatening. Deputy Chief James McCreary, then around 5.30 Thursday afternoon, police say the person of interest hit two other men with her car on Addison Road South in Capitol Heights. They are expected to be okay. The last attack on Thursday happened in Lanham. At approximately 6.35 p.m., officers responded to a stabbing at a gas station at the 9100 block of Annapolis Road in Lanham. In this case, an adult male was stabbed and suffered critical injuries. Police say the attacks were random and that the woman was driving a dark-colored sedan. They say they'll provide an update later on this situation and where we stand. Friday morning, keep it here on WTOP. We'll update you as soon as we hear anything. WTOP at 2.05. With a full court press now in progress to move the whiz and caps from D.C. to Alexandria, we're now hearing from the owner of the two teams this week. You'll remember that Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin announced their partnership just last month to move the franchises to a new sports complex in Potomac Yard in 2027. Since then, there have been loud cheers and jeers over this plan. WTOP's on Mike Marillo Friday morning reports on what's being said right now. In an email to fans, Monumental Sports owner Ted Leontis says the move to Potomac Yard is about both more space and opportunity for the teams. He says making teams that are championship contenders take space, but more of that can't be found in downtown D.C. 
Leontes also took issue with claims that the move would make the games less accessible, saying fans of both teams, 44% of which live in Virginia, will be able to get to games by metro, car, and even water taxi. He also says Monumental is willing to bring $400 million to the table for the project, which will be a public-private partnership. The plan still needs legislative approval in Virginia. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. This weekend on Saturday, the Alexandria City Council is hosting a town hall in which elected leaders will answer questions about the Potomac Yard Entertainment Complex. It starts again on Saturday, taking place at 9.30 in the morning. WTOP at 2.06, another coaching change for the Washington Wiz. Wes Unsell Jr. is out as head coach this morning, but he's not leaving the organization. He will move to the front office. Assistant Brian Keefe will serve as interim coach. Wizards Radio play-by-play voice and WTOP Sports Director Emeritus Dave Johnson this morning discusses what the team will be looking for in their next coach. Brian Keefe is taking over on an interim basis, and he was actually selected by Wes Unsell Jr. to be his lead assistant. Whoever the Wizards decide to go forward with long-term, it's going to be a, a position that you're going to take over next season, and it is going to be about continuing the journey to develop a long-term winner. This is the embryonic stages of their reboot, rebuild, whatever term you want to use, and, and that's a challenge for whoever the coach is. Wizards lost to the Utah Jazz on Thursday. 207, what does a tighter state budget mean for the road projects you rely on? Local governments are learning about that firsthand from Maryland transportation leaders. Transit projects like the Purple Line and Southern Maryland Light Rail still have green lights, but a $650 million cut to state of good repair funding will be noticeable. Rather than doing a more comprehensive resurfacing of roadway, we'll use lower cost treatments to try to extend the life of the roadway. State Highway Administrator Will Pine says construction of a new interchange at the Beltway and Medical Center Drive is also getting deferred, though that may be a good thing because of the criticism and questions questions about how safe it'll be for pedestrians. We need to kind of talk through is the goal to get vehicles quickly in and out to help deal with the stadium, let's say, or is it really to have a livable, walkable community? In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 207. Good morning. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell and Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Ken Berger. Thanks a lot, Dean. Patchy, foggy, misty conditions all through the district and surrounding locations, both in Maryland and in Virginia. Can't say it enough. I use a lot of caution as you make your way through. You do have a lot of reduced visibility in much of the area, uh, seeing this especially at the Wilson Bridge, where it's very foggy out over the water on both sides. Also at the American Legion Bridge and on the, over in the northwest. And at the Bay Bridge, heavy fog, very dense out over the water of the Chesapeake Bay. So be careful as you go between Sandy Point and Kent Island. But all lanes are 
open, as you might expect. No overnight work zones at the Bay Bridge. Meanwhile, northbound 95 in Howard County after 216. Be sure to move over to the far left side. Still doing vehicle recovery operations of this accident. Involved a couple of tractor trailers. Also an SUV reported to be in this crash. You will still see the activity over in the far right shoulder. Probably are likely causing or crowding that far right travel lane. So again, move over to the far left side. Northbound 95 as you make the approach to Skaggsville Road. Give them a lot of room to work. No need to uh, stay over to the right. You've got a lot of room over to the left. Otherwise, traffic running fine all through the Maryland area. There are no reported delays anywhere on 295 between the two beltways. Again, just be aware of the fall conditions. 270 looking good, leaving Bethesda heading up into Frederick. All lanes are clear. In Virginia, all lanes clear on the 95 corridor between Springfield and Fredericksburg. No delays. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect dense fog for your morning commute. It will gradually improve, and there could be even a few showers around the area. You'll certainly notice how mild it is with temperatures between 56 and 65 degrees. Now later today, those clouds will break. We'll have some sunshine probably starting around noon with a high temperature of 70 degrees. Pretty nice afternoon. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Fasten your seatbelt the next time you get a bill for your car insurance. The Insurance Information Institute says the cost of auto insurance jumped more than 20% last year, mainly due to the skyrocketing cost of auto repairs. Six years of work for nothing. Video game maker Blizzard Entertainment has canceled one of its biggest projects, a game called Odyssey, as part of a reorganization under new owner Microsoft. Work on the game began in 2017. Microsoft slashed its gaming workforce by 8% or nearly 2,000 people, both at Activision Blizzard and its Xbox unit. Amazon, Microsoft, and Google parent Alphabet are under the FTC microscope as it investigates the impact of artificial intelligence on competition. The agency has sent subpoenas to the three companies seeking information about their relationships with AI startups like OpenAI. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Here's the economy once again this morning. Maybe you're not feeling it right now, but new numbers out this week from the government say that the economy is doing quite well these days. Commerce Department says the gross domestic product in the fourth quarter of 2023 grew at an annual rate of 3.3%. This morning, Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com, joins us on WTOP to explain what these numbers mean for your wallet. The resilience of the economy has continued to surprise us really over the past couple of years. So to that extent, this is just sort of piling on the unemployment rate at 3.7 percent. As of last check, some of the other positive trends have involved inflation trends improving. But you're right. There are a lot of people who really take issue with these numbers. I get a lot of that in social media more than I'd like, to be honest. But the reality is that people are still feeling the negative impacts of price levels which remain high, even though inflation trends are looking better. Okay, so we have the disconnect between what people feel and and what the government is saying. Why do we have this statistical growth in the numbers according to the government? 
Well, and it's real, right? I mean, in other words, consumer spending is sort of leading the parade in part, and we had a better than expected holiday shopping season in line and, and maybe even a little better than what the retail trade itself was saying. So you can sort of have a bit of a, an attitude problem with the economy, but you still have to go about your daily rounds, and that includes spending for many people. They're probably spending more money on things that they'd rather not be spending on, so such as food. Can't complain about gasoline prices. They're down from a year ago and at the lowest in nearly two years. Are we seeing anything more clearly when it comes to a possible interest rate cut in the future by the Fed? Well, I think today with the stronger than expected data, the timeline on that is being pushed out a bit farther. But, you know, this is essentially something we track on a daily basis. And so if you look at the Fed funds futures, just one uh, product that's out there where people make their bets, they're sort of pushing it out a little farther instead of betting so heavily on the possibility of March. I just think that we have to say that rates have probably peaked or in the process of peaking with respect to borrowing rates and and at some point here with the rates that we get in terms of return on savings. But I don't think they're going to be crashing down either. And so if you're talking about borrowing, you'd like for those rates to come down more sharply. We've seen some improvement in mortgages, as we've discussed. But, for example, the credit card rate still at a peak of nearly 21% on average in terms of an annual interest rate. So stability isn't a bad thing, you know, and, and that's really what we have enjoyed here is stability with growth. And that has met uh, a pretty decent component of job security, although, as we've discussed also, we've seen sort of a step up in job cut announcements of late. That's Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com. Crunching the numbers with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you early Friday here on WTOP. Police in Prince George's County have now located a person of interest connected to two stabbings and a string of hit and runs that happened on Thursday. Didn't last very long, but former President Donald J. Trump testified in the defamation damages case that writer E. Jean Carroll brought against him. Alabama executes a man with nitrogen gas for the first time ever the new method has been used. Stay with WTOP for more in minutes. You are listening. To 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at school can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. If you're like me, 60 and retired, making ends meet, especially here at the supermarket and drugstore is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to $1,200 a year in programs that help pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. Maybe it can help you. BenefitsCheckup.org At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. 
Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and the WTOP Traffic Center to care. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks on WTOP. Northbound 95 in Howard County after Skaggsville Road heading up to the Welcome Center in Howard County has been officially cleared out of all the travel lanes. However, be aware of the vehicle recovery process still continuing to over on the far right shoulder between uh, just north of 216 heading up to the Welcome Center. This is the recovery and removal of the accident vehicles. This was two tractor trailers and an SUV involved in this accident. So again, the best bet or best uh, option uh, would be to move over to the far left side as you make your way north of 216 give the crews room to work as they remove these tractor trailers and the other vehicle involved there are no delays because of this with a very late volume of traffic up and down the 95 corridor otherwise you're seeing no delays 295 also running in the clear between the two beltways and no troubles on 270 north of bethesda heading up into frederick the main issue all over maryland as it is in virginia is the ongoing foggy conditions and misty rain as well in some areas so again take it very easy as you make your way around. It does look like some fog is beginning to clear just a little bit as you make your way into the district from the west. However, still uh, much of the district, however, in the surrounding locations, still seeing a lot of fog. So again, be very careful as you make your way around. Only one work zone in Virginia. This is on Glebe Road. Both sides shut down between 123 and Military Road. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect fog through the morning hours gradually lifting, though, and there may even be a shower or two around the area. But record warm temperatures this morning and especially this afternoon. Hey, we're mid-50s to mid-60s this morning and around 70 degrees this afternoon. And there is a chance for some sunshine breaking through the cloud deck this afternoon. Today, pretty much going to be a fantastic Friday. Now, Saturday, increasing clouds. You've got plenty of dry hours in the morning and early afternoon before rain returns Saturday late evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In D.C., a new life-saving strategy is being rolled out so patients get needed blood on the way to the hospital. I'm Kate Ryan. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sure, it's winter, but you're prepared. You've got your winter parka. You've got your winter boots. And you've got your winter weather station, WTOP. With traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Facts matter. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. 
You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Montgomery County locally is using this month to get people to better understand the warning. Human trafficking cannot be solved by just police alone. Nick Augustine, assistant chief of the Montgomery County Police Department, says it's important to involve social workers and local organizations in handling these cases. It will take an entire community to ensure no matter who you are in Montgomery County, you can live free and safe without the fear of exploitation. There were about 30 reported cases of human trafficking in Montgomery County in 2023, but Augustine says that's probably far from the reality of how many cases there really were. That is a very low number. This is an extremely underreported crime. We expect a lot more, and that's why we do a lot of proactive education and going out and doing investigations. Valerie Bonk to be a TOP News. When minutes matter and blood loss threatens a patient's life, being able to perform transfusions is critical. Now D.C. is announcing a new program to give paramedics needed blood for transfusions before a patient even gets to the hospital. Mortality rates for trauma patients who suffer severe bleeding can be as high as 20%, according to Dr. David Bitberg, Assistant Medical Director for D.C. Fire and EMS. He announced a new program that will equip paramedics with blood where and when it's needed most. Blood has to be stored in a very, very tight temperature range. Um, So we want to make sure that as we roll this out, we do this really, really well. Within weeks, those blood units will be on four EMS supervisor vehicles. The program's being done in cooperation with the American Red Cross, which says nationally donations are at a 20-year low. So D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser had a request. I encourage everyone who's comfortable doing so to donate blood. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Maryland's governor leading the charge now to significantly increase the fines that speeders get in construction zones. WTOP's Kyle Cooper this morning tells us the proposal comes after last year's deadly Baltimore Beltway crash you may remember involving six construction workers. Under the legislation called the Maryland Road Worker Protection Act, if you're caught on camera speeding in a work zone, the fine will be 290 bucks, up from the current fine of $40. Lieutenant Governor Aruna Miller says the legislation will, quote, better protect the men and women who do the vital jobs of building and maintaining the roads we rely on every day. Last March, six highway workers were killed in a crash on 695 in Baltimore County. Speeding and a lack of adequate signage were cited as contributors to that crash. On any given day, there are about 1,000 highway workers on the job across Maryland. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Meantime, pedestrian safety is top of mind for leaders in Alexandria these days. As WTOP Scott Gelman reports, the city is making some changes now along a major corridor where several people have actually been hit. Adlai Hardin lives near St. Asaph Street in Alexandria and has experienced how dangerous some intersections there can be. My wife has downed herself in that situation. She's had to move quickly across an intersection. Very clear to her that the drivers coming fast did not see her. Now the city is making changes. We felt that we could improve safety along the corridor by by implementing those no turn on reds along with the, the leading pedestrian intervals. Alex Carroll with the city explains that means pedestrians will get a head start crossing the street when all cars have red lights. That often results in a reduction in crashes. He says the city found there had been a history of pedestrian crashes along St. Asaph Street. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 
Different coach, same result for the Wizards, who lost their sixth 